Welcome to The Pethel Project, a podcast that explores the library of scripture, person of Jesus, and how they apply to our lives. My name is Joel, and I'll be your host as we go through a series of audio reflections. My prayer is that you would understand and meet the person of Jesus in a real and tangible way. No religion is created ex nihilo but stands on the traditions and religious notions of its predecessors. Islam is no exception. The faith was propagated within the robust religious kaleidoscope of 7th century Arabia. This episode will cover this religious landscape, specifically surveying the influence of the Judeo-Christian worldview, scripture, and polemics. As we'll see through a variety of scholarly work, The monotheistic forerunners to Islam had a vast impact on shaping the development of Islamic legal culture, scripture, and practice. There are two contesting notions of outside religious influence on pre-Islamic Arabia. Hughes records that some, mostly Islamic historians, argue the Arabian Peninsula went largely untouched by outside religious influences. The theory has become particularly useful for Islamic apologists, allowing them to argue that Islam emerged untouched by other monotheisms in the area, thereby protecting Islam from later charges that it and its scripture, the Quran, are copies of Jewish and Christian sources, close quote. However, despite being a useful theological claim, it is not without dispute. There is evidence of a significant Jewish and Christian population in the peninsula. Firestone records that, in fact, the Jews of 6th and 7th century Arabia appear so highly integrated economically, ethnically, and geographically into the local culture that they must be considered culturally or ethnically Arab, close quote. Indeed, there are also Islamic scholars who support this notion, Ibn Shaykh, an 8th century historian and hagiographer who, quote, builds an atmosphere of uh, expectancy before the appearance of Muhammad, close quote. He uses both Jewish and Christian eschatological expectations to speculate where the, quote, long-forward messenger might appear, close quote. As Fred Doner, a scholar of Islam, observes, the Quran is a profoundly ahistorical text, close quote. It does not contain events of Muhammad's life or the early history of the religious community that he founded. Therefore, in order to unpack the life of Muhammad, scholars turn to outside sources, specifically the Hadith. One of the most significant stories of Muhammad's early life comes from his journey to Syria uh, with his uncle. Redacted by Abu Muhammad al-Malik ibn Isham in 833, we're told that a Christian monk by the name of Bara saw the seal of prophethood behind between Muhammad's shoulders. Here is an early attempt from Islamic writers to authenticate the prophethood of Muhammad. Despite the historical validity of such a story, we can deduce that Early Islamic writers willingly incorporated Christian prophecy into the life of Muhammad. Stromza suggests that Islam is best understood within the background of late antique religious phenomena. 
This is seen in the appropriation of biblical characters within the Islamic religious narrative. Muhammad, vocationally a herdsman, is compared to biblical shepherds such as David and Moses. Moreover, the creation of the Kaaba is attributed to the biblical characters of Abraham and Ismail. There are also parallel sentiments within Christianity and Islam regarding the hour of the eschaton, which in both traditions is known only by God. The same way that Christian thought was influenced by Greek philosophy, there is also evidence of Hellenistic thought permeating Islamic writings. Hayes writes that beginning in the 9th century, the Islamic world was home to a revival of interest in Greek science, philosophy, and secular literature. Muslim jurisprudence and theology flourished amid a bright flowering of scholarship and the arts that reached its golden age in the 10th and 11th century Muslim Spain. Close quote. The notion is reinforced by the Islamic scholar Al-Farabi from 950 CE, as well as the historian Masadi from 956. There is a narrative known as Alexandria to Baghdad, where, quote, the teaching of medicine and uh, Aristotelian logic died out at Alexandria and was transferred to Antioch under the Umad Caliph Umar II in 717-20. Griffin writes, in the wake of the first stunning military exploits, the major centers of Christian life in the East came quickly one by one under the hegemony of the invading Arabs, close quote. As Islam further expanded into Christendom, a varying degree of interfaith polemics arose. Most notably, work from John of Damascus from 675, known as the Fount of Knowledge, in which John shows thorough comprehension of the Quran. From the Islamic perspective, one of the earliest refutations of Christianity is the Rad, written by Al-Qasim in 850, or 825. Or in other words, the thesis-antithesis of Christian-Islamic debate produced the synthesis of Islamic and Christian doctrine. Holger Zelenton has done significant work on establishing the notion of an Islamic legal culture. In the Quran's legal culture, Zetterlin argues that the whole Islamic legal culture is, quote, constituted by the continuum of criminal, civil, social, and ritual laws, narrative by the continuum of legal, theological, political, and ethical narratives justifying these laws, quote, close quote. His thesis is that the Quran's legal culture largely remains within the matrix established by the Jewish and Christian tradition broadly defined. This is clearly seen when cross-referencing the Islamic legal culture with that of the Pharisees in Judaism. Pharisees were tasked with interpreting biblical text and expanding legal practice, and their work has been compiled in the Mishnah. In many ways, this practice is identical to Islamic legal redaction. Hughes writes that the rules of jurisprudence were elaborated by distinct methods and teachings developed in the centuries after the death of Muhammad. Close quote. In the world of Islamic law, jurisprudence is called ilm, or science, and interpreted or expounded by fuqqas, doctors of the law. Joseph Shat suggests that the Islamic legal tradition solidified roughly 200 years after Muhammad's death, 
resulting in a variety of legal schools in Mecca, Medina, Egypt, Kaffa, Basra, and Yemen. As we've seen, the Judeo-Christian presence in the 7th century Near East had a significant impact on forming Islamic scholarship, scripture, and legal culture. Through interfaith dialogue, doctrinal issues were solidified and through the precedent set by jurisprudence, Islamic legal culture was expounded. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Pethwell Project. If you like what you heard, feel free to give us a rating, or even better, share this with one of your friends. For more information, check out our website at pethwellproject.com or follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Pethwell Project.